Hey everybody, this is Tom Forst. You likely know me from Chasing the Blues podcast. I'm a Blues Hall of Fame musician and I live in Connecticut and I'm always thrilled to talk about and talk to people from Connecticut. It's Concert Conversations from the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut with our wonderful sponsor, Ion Bank. Today, I am very excited because not only do we have somebody that lives in Connecticut, but is well known across the country and is also my friend. They call her the queen of blue-eyed rock and soul. She's known as the Beehive Queen and has performed at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Christine Allman. Hey, Tom, I'm feeling very queenly after that introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, what, baby. <laughs> what, what did you expect, Christine? Is <laughs> Nothing less from you, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, Christine and I, actually, Christine, I, I just want to tell everybody, I've been doing this for about 12 years, um, and I met you, thank God, uh, near the very beginning of my re-entry into the music business. And, uh, God, you've been, you've been a godsend. Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Well, those of you who don't know Christine, I'll just give you a quick, um, she is, uh, very well known as a longtime vocalist for the show Saturday Night Live. Uh, I know her as an amazing vocalist, and you probably do too. Also, I would say you are a musicologist, Christine. Yes, I'd agree. Uh, yes. You know so much about, I, I, I'm always embarrassed because uh, when I'm <laughs> on this show and I'm talking to people and I talk to some pretty you know big people, I don't know what the heck they're talking about, to be <laughs> honest, but I know you do. Well, I try. I mean, I'm... You know, besides, I live in Connecticut, as you mentioned, and of course I've been with Saturday Night Live for 29 years, and I was born in New York, but I'm very deeply embedded in the scenes in New Orleans and Muscle Shoals and Nashville, as well as the scenes in New York and Connecticut. So um, to be embedded in these scenes down south, where I had studied the music for so many years, has been a real, just a real uh, wonderful kick and a godsend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have, I mean, God, your your voice is so evocative. Um, the Your album, The Deep End, uh, I, it had five top ten lists, uh, and it features uh, yep. some amazing musicians. You want to chat about that for a second? Yeah, sure. I'm, uh, you know, we're, we're finally, I know people have been waiting a long time. We're finally working on a new album now. But The Deep End, um, people like Big Al Anderson from NRBQ, Marshall Crenshaw, uh, Ian Hunter from Mott the Hoople, the late LaVon Helm, mm. uh, all came on board with me uh, during that record, as well as the members of Rebel Montez and my co-producer, Andy York, who is a longtime a guitarist for John Mellencamp, and Andy has worked with me on all of my records. So, um, you know, we really had quite a great um, sort of group of 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 of, uh, of of guest stars that came on with us on the deep end. Yeah, you know, the album is is interesting because uh, you know everyone always likes to know uh, what what genre is it. Um, it's <laughs> it's a tough one because it's got a lot of different uh, styles to it. Well, uh, Dave Marsh, who was one of the founders and first editors of Rolling Stone, calls it contemporary rock R&B. And he says that he puts me in the same category as Bruce Springsteen and Southside Johnny. And I think that's kind of interesting. And I wouldn't disagree with that because we all have 
heavy R&B influences, soul influences, even some gospel influences, um, as well as the fact that it's basically guitar-driven rock, you know, rock and roll. So I, I'll go with Dave Marsh, contemporary rock R&B. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I would agree with that. I heard a lot of... I heard a lot of good soul in the in the album. Yeah, so, you know, and I <laughs> well, guess I guess that's pretty darn close. But yeah, I, I uh, you know I've listened to soul music my whole life. My entire book with Saturday Night Live is deep, what they call deep Southern soul, mm-hmm. uh, from things that I originally had sent to my friend G. E. Smith, and then he had the charts written for me. And those to this day, those are still the songs we play. So. Um, you know, I'm very comfortable in that genre. So I'm, I'm, uh, and I have been my whole life, really. Yeah, everybody needs to check that out. It's called The Deep End, and it yeah. really is a great, yeah. great album. Thank you. Thank so you. I, I know, you know, every guest I, I speak with, you know, we somehow get around to COVID. Uh, yeah. But you, but you have not been uh, doing uh, nothing. I, I had double negative there, but uh, yeah. Um, I know you're you are working on a great documentary, which I happen to know about. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Well, we've been working, I've been involved now since very late in 2018 with a, uh, a documentary biography of the late, great James Cotton, a blues harmonica player, one of the original Chicago blues men with Chess Records, who then went on to have a great presence in Connecticut because of his work, uh, his, his many gigs at the Shabu back in the day. Right. And uh, James Montgomery, who was like a surrogate son to James Cotton, uh, is putting this together with a film company from Boston. And it's called And They All Stood Up. That's the name of the of the documentary. And there's they're continuing their fundraising for the last push. So I appreciate your uh, letting me say this. You can look up, uh, you know, James Cotton documentary fundraising. You'll find it. And um, we had an unbelievable two nights at the Narrows in Fall Rivers, uh, Massachusetts, in December of 2018, um, doing. Uh, um, acoustic numbers the night before with an unbelievable group of people, Curtis Salgado, Kenny Neal, you know, uh, all these people from around the country, Bob Margolin. Um, sure. And uh, and then there was a, a sold-out concert the next night, a full-out electric concert at the Narrows. But the first night was really very deep. We, we sat around in various configurations. They filmed us in the round. We talked about James. We talked about the blues, you know, Chicago blues and many, many memories of him and uh, and of the life that is the life of a blues man or a blues woman. And so, um, which I am not really, but I have been lucky enough to be involved in that scene very deeply for so many years that I, I have been able to interface with a lot of great artists and work with a lot of great artists in the blues. You so, know, it was almost a year ago, uh, and, and you know this because you were involved in this as well. James, James Montgomery was in the studio. Uh, mm-hmm. We were doing some, uh, he was doing some heart parts for uh, one of my tunes. And uh, yes. he mm-hmm. mentioned this a year ago. And, and as you know, yeah. he is full of stories. Yes, James. He, he's yes. got a million great stories. And he went on and on about this. And I thought to myself, you know, this sounds too hard to pull off. But 
Darn it. I, oh, yeah, so- no. No, this film company from Boston is wonderful. And they um, are just working hard on, you know, getting enough. You know, it, there's, it takes a lot of money. That Just that weekend must have cost them. They flew everyone in. They put us up for two nights. We were, you know, that weekend alone must have cost them. They had to decorate a second mill in the in the complex where the Narrows is. They decorated a second mill, so that which has not yet been renovated, where we could go in and do all this other filming with lighting and 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 velvet couches and the whole thing. I mean, it was really done right and done beautifully. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, the final result. What really? Uh, what what oh. is it? Uh, what is the target date for it? Well, you know, I, I'm not sure they really have one. I'm, I know they're really hoping to get it out this year, you mm-hmm. know, because they've been working on it for a long time. The thing in 2018 was really a push because he had just passed away in, in 17. And so this was really a push to just, you know, energize it uh, with James was one of the catalysts for that. So, you know, um, actually, you know, I will I will delve today, just letting everybody know, I will delve and I will um, put something up on social media about where you can contribute if you want to, you know, and uh, see if we can get, you know, a little bit more fundraising done for the movie because we're looking forward. Yeah, it really sounds like a, a I mean, when when uh, James was talking about it, I thought that's really uh it's a great documentary. It sounds really, yeah. uh, really uh, Yeah, there's all these people. We were all interviewed. I mean, it was, you know. It, that really kicked it up a notch when you bring people in, you know, and then and then and then also after the fact they interviewed Charlie Musselwhite. Charlie could not make it, and so they interviewed him remotely and after the fact, mm-hmm. you know. So um, so even you get people that weren't even there, you know, for this concert footage, and yeah. uh, so it's great. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah. let, let me ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second because you you said it in passing. So I'm gonna. I want to be the one that gets a scoop on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm selfish, uh, but you knew that. Uh, you, you've got a new album coming up. Is it? Is it in yes, the works now? Yes, it's called now? the grown up thing. It's called the grown up thing, and you can only imagine that COVID has actually put a wrench into this too, because you know you can't really get people close together in the studio. But that's you know that's that's going to uh, ease up now as people are getting vaccinated. So we have been playing some of the songs, and um, I do have some get some special guests uh, lined up. And um, one thing that I'm really looking forward to is with Paul Thorne. I'm going to be recording a version of the great Johnny Rivers um, track, Poor Side of Town, and I'm mm. really looking forward to that. Yeah. That's a great and so song. There'll be, yeah, there'll be some other, you know, really good special guests on it, too. So, you know, we're working on it. <laughs> I have to say that it'll be out this year. I'm hopeful. It just kind of depends how things go, you know, because, um, you know, things are moving slowly in our business, but they are slowly opening up, so... So all, all the musicians are doing this uh, remotely. Is that the idea? No, no, we I, we can't do it remotely. I just won't do it that way. Okay. I mean, this band, the bands that we've been playing a lot of the songs out and um, for more than a year, yeah. you know, except a year before COVID. So, so um, you know, the songs are are well seasoned at this point. Except some of the covers we're going to do, obviously, um, will be with different groups of musicians, but. Um, and I may, you know, I may go down and do a couple of tracks in Muscle Shoals. I'm really not sure yet. Um, uh, you know, it, I'm, I'm just not sure. Because really, it's a very uncertain time for traveling and everything else, and you just don't really know, you know. But, um, 
we're determined to get going on it now that we seem to be getting vaccinated and maybe and you know things are going to be a little bit better in that regard wow well yeah no no pun intended but you can give it a shot so yes and it's called the grown-up thing and there's a song called the grown-up thing which i've played all around and people know that song and um yeah well we're looking forward certainly thanks for asking tom well you know i I, i'm looking forward to it too Uh, anybody who records knows that if you write a song on tuesday and you take it in the studio on wednesday and you record it about a month down the road after you've been playing it live you say you know i wish i would have waited because (laughs) now we've we've added some really good stuff right i mean isn't that true yeah we've waited (laughs) yes and you know yeah but we we they're very well seasoned at this point and that's really a good thing i think i don't think it's a bad thing at all it's a good thing it's like it's like a fine wine Yes, it is very you know? much so, my friend. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited yeah. about it. As a matter of fact, just remember that when uh, you go to um, put this album out, I would love to have you on and talk to you about oh, it. Maybe have sure. you have you yeah. do something. I'm going to throw a plug in for myself and you. Um, I have just. I, I guess I'm going to call it re-released because I I re-released uh, my album right during the beginning of COVID. And yes, you know how yes. disastrous that is it's called World of Broken yeah. Hearts. And I was yeah. so excited to have you come on and do a, a duet with me on a song that I wrote when I was uh, 17. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's called Everything is Falling. And mm-hmm. we, we shot it at a uh, theater in Norwalk. Yes. A mm-hmm. beautiful theater. And man, we had... We had a guy there that was an uh, FAA pilot, and he was flying a drone. <laughs> it was and, a drone. Uh, we had, folks. I mean, yeah. the, the video is is wonderful. Yeah, it really is. It yeah. really is, and you did such an amazing job on. I think you did the song in two takes, and, uh, and yeah, and I did it in forty eight. So, you know, uh. <laughs> so you know, I think we're close. Uh, yeah we re- just folks we recorded it in december of 2019 so cast your memory back yeah that wasn't too far it wasn't too far before the lid went on everything exactly because you know? we so, didn't put yeah. the i think i put the album out in march and yeah uh, 2020 <laughs> worst worst possible time tom yeah it was the worst and i said to myself <laughs> you know what i'm gonna give this thing some legs because honestly and I say it modestly, but it, it is true. This, the album deserves uh, a hearing, and especially yes, with it you, does. you yes. on it. And we got James Montgomery on and some other great mm-hmm. people. So, sure. So, sure. so let's let's talk about twenty twenty one. Yeah. Off mm-hmm. off air, you were also you were saying you know you've been working on a few things and a few things have been moved yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What does it look like for you tour wise? Well, I think that, you know, what I think what anybody would tell you is that people are less nervous this year about outdoor shows. You know, every state is has a has a has a top cap for outdoor shows. Um, drive in shows, I think, are going to continue to be very uh, popular. Um, I can tell people that my first outing in Connecticut will likely be May 1st at the Milford Mall in Milford, Connecticut. There's a huge area there. They ran drive in shows all of last year, and I'll be there on Saturday, May 1st. And um, Fantastic. I think. 
Yes, and I think it will go on from there. We'll be appearing at the Chirp Concert Series in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We'll be appearing at the City Winery in Hudson, New York, and hopefully the one in New York City, it depends, um, will be appearing in, in Vermont. These A lot of these, these will all be outside. Uh, Vermont will be appearing at the 1794 Meeting House in North Salem, Massachusetts, New Salem, Massachusetts. Um, we're hoping for the Rhythm and Roots Festival to return over Labor Day weekend, where we'll be doing our Sunday school uh, 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 Americana gospel show with the Sin Sisters. I was just on the phone with the Catherine Hepburn folks in Old Saybrook and watch for something really interesting to be happening at the Catherine Hepburn later in the year. Everyone is, is gearing up to make the most of it and also to hopefully tap into the extra money that's going to be coming from the stimulus bill because they, um, they've included an arts component in the stimulus bill for venues because, as I've said before, if we don't come out of this with venues still open, then it is going to be a huge hit to the arts in this country. So the, uh, the venues have got to be supported. I mean, I cannot yeah. stress this enough. If yeah. a venue puts up a show and there's a ticket and you can in any way, shape or form afford that ticket, please consider it a donation, like a donation, because otherwise they're going to sh close and they're not going to open again. And so this, I mean, nobody thought this would go on into a second year. Nobody. So we're 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 sort of gobsmacked at this point, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, that's and, a, and, you that's know, well said. With, there is, you know, uh, uh, you know, a venue like the Catherine Hepburn, which is all in Old Saybrook. If you've ever been there, it's endowed by the estate of Catherine Hepburn. It can have a cap of seventy to seventy-five people, and if anyone is singing on stage, they have to be twenty-five feet back from the stage because of the, what they call the spit factor. So um, you you do the math. I mean, there's no way that they can have any kind of meaningful, uh, you know, payout to an artist from something like that. And, you know, it, it just, it, and, and, there's no, and there's really no, it doesn't look like that's going to change before the summer, yeah. you know? So just get in, and get in your mind, folks, as you're listening to this, that if you love the arts, um, to think about now stepping up and supporting the arts, you know, your individual, yourself individually, because that's really what it's going to take for things, for things to not just, for you not to lose half the venues that you used to love to go to. And I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in, yeah. I'm in agreement. We're going to, we're going to yeah. take a very short break for Ion Bank, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the post COVID world musically. So we'll be right back. The pandemic has affected our business. We are down roughly 70%. I was nervous, I was scared. When the PPP loan program was announced, the first people we reached out to were our partners at Ion Bank. We were very, very pleased to be approved through Ion Bank, and they took the time and the effort to make sure that we were going to be okay. The team at Ion Bank has just done everything possible and went above and beyond, as they always do, Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Concert Conversations. Today, we are talking with the very famous beehive queen, Christine Allman. So, yeah, Christine, we were just talking about our, uh, before our break, about the the world in COVID, and you, you're strongly suggesting mm -hmm. that people, you know, support, uh, support the arts, because if we don't do it, yeah. we're going to lose them. 
venues. You're going to lose venues. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And there'll be less places to go to see people that you love, you know. So um, right now, you know, the live stream, we're going to be doing a live stream uh, from Daryl's house again. It's be our second. Um, that is somewhat um, helpful. But um, I know people want to see you up close and live. And I want to see them up close and live, you know. So that I can't stress enough. Keep wearing those masks, everybody, you know, and keep and keep doing everything you're supposed to be doing, whether or not you get a vaccine. I mean, and before you get a vaccine, keep wearing your masks. We cannot drop the guard, you know, and start doing things that are illegal and having gatherings that we aren't supposed to have. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a prude, but you really can't do it. Because yeah. things will not, things won't level off then. And, you know, they have to level off in order for us to be able to have more people in a venue inside. Um, but I, I do expect to be very aggressively, you know, getting as many outdoor things as we can get over the summer uh, in, you know, up and down the East Coast, really. And I'll hope to be back in Muscle Shoals in July doing the WC Handy Festival, mm-hmm. uh, which most, most of it will be outdoors, you know. Well, thank God so, for outdoors, and unfortunately, well, yeah, and you yeah. know that's the point. That's the point is that you really have to um, consider the fact that an outdoor, of course, is safer, but also it gives the possibility of just seeing people live, which is something that you know you haven't really been able to do uh, since last fall. I mean, we did do we sold out the Shabu stage in Willimantic, Connecticut that for a drive-in show. Mm. And by the way, folks, it will be the 50th anniversary of the Shabu. Yeah. And there is a big giant concert planned um, in terms of when I say giant, in terms of the number of people that will be on the concert, but it may still be a drive-in. They're really not sure. You know, yeah, actually, I'm booked for a Shabu stage show, too, sometime in the summer. And I -hmm. bet they I'm worried that they might even move it. So, Christine, let me let me ask you something, because you said it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking at the music world from, you know, let's say from our point of view, from musicians point of view, we are kind of now relegated to taking advantage of the very good weather. So in the Northeast we got yes. a pretty small window. Yes, that's How true. do you think that's going to affect com- competition and uh, national touring acts and, the, and yeah. regional acts? Yeah. Well, I, I, obviously, it's going to be sort of a feeding frenzy when it first opens up, I think. Um, they will be pushing the envelope, I can guarantee you. Um, James Montgomery and I are already planning a an April show to open, I'm not going to, I don't want to say too much to open one venue in Connecticut that has um, seated their lawn um, and is where it previously did not have an outdoor space. And now they do Mm. to be revealed later, but um, that's in April. And, and some of the shows went well into the first week of November last year with people sort of bundled up, you know, now I, I don't see any way, that if we're not better with the indoor thing by November, it's it's kind of a catastrophe for live music, I think. So not to be alarmist, but I think yeah. it sort of is, you know. So um, but but I but there will you will see them pushing the envelope. You know, um, we did a Halloween show. There were heaters up on the outdoor stage with us. There were heaters, you know, uh, and that'll happen. And, you know, there's been a big boom, by the way, in personal heaters. I'm sure you know this personal sort of battery operated heaters that you can bring with you, you know, and put sit down next to you as you sit on the ground or whatever. 
Um, some things, interesting things have happened because of COVID. Some, some you know, who, whoever would have thought that the, you know, personal heater would be a big thing, but yet it is at this point. Well, if you, and I know you probably have, I, I've done shows in March and November and each time yeah. I, I said never again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cold. It's so yeah. cold. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think we'll see anything in March, but I, I do think we'll see things in November. And I mean, in in April. And I think it will go on. But again, I'm also hoping yeah. for you know in in the fall for there to be more relaxation of what can go on in indoors. But yeah, it's going to be a feeding frenzy, and um and you know um and I'll be honest with you um I might as well go, uh, uh, hold forth on this cuz I have before um I'm an original <laughs> artist I write my own songs and um I am not uh, enamored in Connecticut of the proliferation of what I call uh, clone bands um I'm sorry but I'm not you know so uh, uh, you know so say whatever you want about me but i don't need i mean i don't i really don't need somebody playing the songs of tom petty i'm sorry but i don't you know but then there's a lot of that in connecticut and and you know, yeah. i am maybe the queen of the original scene in connecticut but then there's you know then there's all this other thing going on on the side of people that are just slavishly copying songs that have already been done by some, in some cases by people that are still alive, you know, which that really bothers me. Um, I just can't, you know, and even, and, and, you know, and Tom Petty, what a loss. And then right away there sprang up in Connecticut, I think three different Tom Petty tribute bands. Like the man wasn't even cold, you know, cold on the ground. So yeah. if you're in one of those bands and you're listening, I'm sorry, but that's the way I feel about it. You know, well, original music is, is the backbone of the American songbook. Yes. And, you know, and we don't need a bunch of rehashing of stuff that's already been been played. You're not you're not doing anything new, you know. So and and maybe this is the time for people to stand up for this and say we'd like pe we'd like people that do original music to be pushed to the forefront, you know. And 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 that should be, and that's one of the reasons why, for instance, I love a festival like the Rhythm and Roots Festival, uh, Labor Day weekend, Ninigret, Rhode Island. It's nothing but original music and and roots music. That's it, you know. So it's 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 exhilarating to be with that kind of uh, lineup, you well, know. You, well, you know, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir here, obviously, because yes, I I'm, I do. You know, I'm out there doing that. Well, Christine, I really want to thank you for your insights, and I'm very excited about uh, your upcoming album. Uh, make sure that you let us know about it, and we will be glad to have you back on the show to discuss it. Everybody, I hope you've enjoyed yet another session of the Palace Theater's Concert Conversations uh, brought to you by Ion Bank. This is Tom the Suit Forced. Make sure that you go to palacetheaterct.org palacetheaterct.org to check out all the great podcasts that are on Concert Conversations. Have a great day, everybody. And as, as Christine Allman says, wear the mask. <laughs>